0: Hola, mi gente. If you haven't heard, I am here to share with you. The Wine and Cheesement Podcast has launched the very first Latine-owned wine brand directory ever. Just go to the thewineandcheesementpodcast.com, then go to Wine Brand Directory. There, you will be greeted by me. But more importantly, you will be able to choose a winery first by region, then by county. And the wineries in that area will not only be listed but you can connect directly to them from this site. It couldn't be easier than that, right? Use this directory to plan your own wine adventure or learn about some of these Latine vintners or share it with a friend and have them buy some Latine wine as well. You guys, this is the first time that something like this has ever been available. So go use it and support our community. Hola, hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of the Wine and Cheese Chisme podcast. And I, I'm already having a good time with today's guest. <laughs> we literally <laughs> are laughing our asses off before we even hit record. So <laughs> today I have Vicky Loza. Hola, Vicky. Hola. How are you? Good. And you? Good, good. Well, I hope this helps your week because I know you've had a rough week. Girl, so hope, I've had like, a rough week
1: months
0: <laughs> <laughs> where well, we can get into all the chisme vicky is the founder and ceo of vicky the fit chick and fit she's like got all these things going on and before we get into the chisme we always get to the wine first so vicky may partake later because she's had she's she's been having a month But right now I'm having a Cielo, New York Tinto 2014. It's by RGNY Wines. It's a winery ad. It's a a Latino-based winery out of Long Island, New York. Oh, love that. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's on the North Fork of Long Island. And it's 43% Merlot, 37% Cabernet Sauvignon, 10% Cabernet Franc, and 10% Petit Verdot.
1: We love supporting Latino-owned businesses. Girl,
0: Literally mm-hmm. I had I was in a, a meeting earlier today and I was saying how I don't care what you put on your social media, if your wallet does not do the talking and you you're not supporting black and brown businesses. I don't give a fuck what you're putting on social media. Cause that means you're you're like you're just performing for people. Exactly.
1: You're just you're just putting on a little act for everybody else. Like it like you're not supporting Latino-owned businesses whatsoever.
0: Yeah. So this is actually, it, if you look at it, I don't know if you can tell. It's like this very pretty, it's not like super dark red. No, it's but like you can this. kind
1: of see a little through it, a little burgundy. It looks yes. good. And oh, I'm, not a, I'm not a wine drinker. I'm a tequila drinker. Um, you'll probably make fun of me if I tell you what is the only kind of wine that I like.
0: No. Okay. Tell me what kind of wine you like. I just like Moscato. (laughs) You like the sweet things. You like the sweet things. Yes. I'm just always like,
1: what's your best dessert wine? (laughs) I'm dead.
0: Okay. You know what? (laughs) Then I have one for you because there is a um, Latino owned winery based in Napa and they are drama sellers, and they have one called La Chica. It's a dessert wine. And I think you would like it. And it's just in this little itty bitty bottle because it's a dessert wine. So it's yeah. not like in this huge bottle. And, and, yes. La Chica. And, yes, it's called. La I'm gonna Chica. look for it. Yes, totally look for it. look for it. If I had more, I would drive it up to LA for you because I'm gonna be in Orange <laughs> County this weekend. <laughs> but so salud, salud. <laughs> I don't make fun of people's wine choice because everybody has a different palette. Yeah. And everybody likes something different. So who am I to tell you what you should like? But it's crazy
1: to me how, because I'm like, I don't like red wine because it's so strong, but I have tequila on the rocks. I don't understand it.
0: I don't understand it either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you like Mezcal. You know what? I've actually never—I don't think I've ever tried mezcal, and I do want to go to like a mezcal tasting.
0: So I actually just recently interviewed a Latina-owned mezcal company called. Girl, I will hook you up. Like I will tell Please. you all the things. Please. It's called, called Mosel Mezcal. Mosel Mezcal. And I'm they're hooked. actually out of. They do their mezcal of Guadalajara. That's where their family is from. Del Meromero, yes. And they live in Washington. They grew up in okay. Washington state. So it was really interesting. I didn't get to taste it because we weren't able to, I couldn't find it down here. And there's yeah. challenges with shipping. But me and my bar- boyfriend went to Oaxaca in January. And I we did a lot of mezcal tasting in Oaxaca for sure. Jealous. So I had some of that mezcal. I want to try
1: it immediately.
0: If you're in San Diego, I have some... Mescal de, what do I have? I have the, the fresa, I have some strawberry uh-huh. mezcal and I have some hibiscus mezcal.
1: It's so funny that you say that. I was literally trying to take a day drive tomorrow to San Diego with my boyfriend. And then he's like, he's like, no, babe, I work. I have a couple of clients in the morning. I'm like, okay. And you can't cancel? Well, you can still come down
0: here. I can still come down here. Yes. You can come down here. I'll give you a catch to sleep on. Let's go. Hey, I have tickets to um, to a comedy show tomorrow. I have extra tickets to a comedy show. Don't tell me. I, I, it's a
1: two-hour drive from where I'm from. I'm there, honey.
0: Well, you know, it's so funny. I've actually heard of you before because I actually just recently interviewed Julie Prado. Oh, that's my yes. friend. Yes. So I had no idea until it said Vicky the Fit chick, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen her on Julissa's, on Instagram. her page when she goes yeah. in. Yeah, so. I trained Julissa.
1: When we both can match up our schedules, yes, I trained Julissa.
0: That is so funny. So I am, I was vaguely familiar with you already. Okay. And then obviously I'm going through your, you are, like, let me just say, first of all, you have such a banging body, obviously, but- mm-hmm. I love just your I don't give a fuck attitude. I Thank love you. that because I think we need more of that. We always take things so seriously. Yes. So, wait, right, let me get into your bio because we could okay. just be like, you know, totally most all the time.
1: Uh, <laughs> <con madriando. laughs>
0: So born and raised in Los Angeles, Vicky Losa is a Mexican-American entrepreneur, ISSA-certified personal trainer and fitness expert who believes that movement can change your life. Since starting her wellness journey in 2013, she has committed herself to a life led by health and fitness. Vicky's dedication and perseverance have led her to hosting a nationwide sold-out hashtag VTF bootcamp tour in major cities that started in 2018 designing and selling thousands of online workout programs during the pandemic, organizing a local charity event to celebrate over 50 Latina small business owners from a diverse array of countries and give back to local Latinx street vendors and providing countless free resources and content for black and Brown communities of all fitness levels. Using a combination of bodybuilding and HIIT style training, Vicky is on a mission to empower people to focus on self-love health, and movement, no matter what size and age they are or stage of life they're in. Her unapologetic attitude combined with an encouraging structure style of coaching have helped her motivate and grow a community of over 100,000 across Instagram and TikTok. Look, I didn't even read that part about your like unapologetic attitude, but I already knew that. (laughs) I know I'm a little crazy. But you know what? You I feel like you kind of have to be to be in yeah. certain to be in certain areas, right? Areas. Yeah, of, I think fitness is one of those. I work in politics. You have to be crazy, a little crazy girl. I area. used to
1: do. I used to give my opinion on Instagram so much in regards to politics that I literally would get blocked on everything. I had to stop because I was getting blocked everywhere. I was getting blocked on my lives. My stories would get flagged, everything. I'm like, like,
0: so what happened to freedom of speech? Dude, it's crazy. Insane, insane. Yeah. I mean, I work in it, so I don't want to. I mean, I I will talk about it. But Mm -hmm. on my stuff, like I said, I'm like, I don't need to talk about it. If you're doing the work, you don't need to be publicizing it on social media. Yeah. So you're exactly. doing the work. I'm sorry. I got too much work to do to be, you know, publicizing shit on. on Period. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see it by the, right? You see it by the podcast itself because I've yep. had people and I'm going to be very, very honest. I've had people want to be on the podcast and they don't, they're white. And I'm like, this is not the space for you. This, this is, is not. not yeah. You, no offense
1: to them, but they've already taken off enough space. It's our turn.
0: Yeah. So I've had, so I've said no. And they've, there's been times where they were like, oh, well, we want it. They wanted to kind of pay to play. And I'm like, no, mm. this is not like, I won't do that. No,
1: anymore. Yeah. You're like, no, it's who I'd yes. like to have on the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes.
0: You know what? I will say you will be happy when I tell you this because McDonald's, I had an opportunity for McDonald's to sponsor the podcast. Wow. And I said, no, I said, no, wow. because one, I don't eat McDonald's very often. Every once in a while. Girl, I'm going to get me my two cheeseburgers, right? And that's usually all I get. You know, it's not. But mm-hmm. also, it was really talking about like being McDonald's being like the center of community. And I was like, it's not the center of my community. No. And yeah. with all of the diabetes and all of the different things that go on in our community, yeah. I'm not going to like be on here being like, oh, it's the center of community.
1: Yeah. So exactly. I said no.
0: I respect that. I respect so, that a lot. My mom was like, what? The McDonald's, they're going to pay you. And I was like, mom, I'm not, I don't want uh, do to It's more than the money. <laughs> yeah. But now I have Ulta. Hello. Oh, hey. Ulta, we
1: love. And we love that Ulta is putting Latina on businesses in there. Like Julissa.
0: Yes. I know we were talking about that. Actually, I told her, la- I told her when I talked to her that when I went to Ulta, they were sold out of Arisos Curls in all yes. of the Ultas in San Diego. I love
1: that. Every time I go to Target, because I buy some, my mom and my sister have curly hair. I don't know how it skipped me, but so I buy it for them and it's always sold out. And I'm like, I love this for you.
0: Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Well, I'm well, I'm like so excited of all of the things that you're doing, but I want to know, like, because you, you stay even in your bio, you really didn't get in to start this fitness journey until 2013. So what yeah. was your familial life? Did health and fitness play anything in your life growing up? No, nothing.
1: I was always an overweight child. Not extremely, but you know, right in the, you know, the how Mexicans talk like, oh, yeah. tiene la pancita, and blah, blah. Like, or, oh, cuando ya tenga los 13 años, se le va a bajar con, you know how decir con la regla, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, that never happened. <laughs> so I was always a little on the chevier side growing up. And then when I got into high school, I did lose a little bit. So, you know, because they added PE and all that in middle school and then in high school. But after I graduated high school is when I had the free
0: range to do whatever I wanted. Uh, um, so you like were never somebody who played sports or anything like that? No, I was a
1: cheerleader my senior year of high school. And that was it. I just wanted to see what that felt like. So I did that. But I was a base. I was in a flyer. I wasn't being tossed in the air. I was a base too, girl. Yeah, I wasn't a little petite thing.
0: So but I played <laughs> softball and I played softball and I was a cheerleader. Yeah. So yeah, like I, there's I, I had, never I had I was, too much.
1: I, I never played softball. I never played soccer. I was never athletic. I'd be that girl that would barely get dressed for gym like that wasn't me at all
0: until you're walking around the track that was me <laughs> being chismoso con con tu amigas yeah it's the same way
1: <laughs> i could talk all day i'll give you that and that's what I, I always got in my report card victoria talks too much victoria talks too much always but yeah i was never the athletic kid growing up and then cuando me salida la high school it would be breakfast lunch and dinner and la calle siempre de vaga so i easily went up to like 185, 190 pounds by like the age of 19.
0: Wow. Yeah. What was that like? Because I understand the whole being made fun of in your family. Because we always, you know, our, we're kind of ruthless, right? Like yeah. our, yep. our, our, and I find It'd families be your that own. are like not, and I'm like, how are you Mexican? And your family did not do this to you. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I tell everybody.
1: I'm like, you really, you cannot hurt my feelings. I promise you, you can. Have you met my mother? She's Mexican.
0: You know, it becomes one of those things like, but I always, I had cousins who were heavier and very thin. So it was always like, yeah, I got, had cousins that they would just, just brutalize. But now all my skinny, skinny cousins, they've gained a lot of weight now. So nobody could say anything. I'm like, I I don't say anything to anybody. Cause I know yep. how it was like, I'm like, mm I'm not getting in that mix. Yep.
1: How uh-huh, the tables have turned.
0: <laughs> yes. So at what point, like, cause you're you're doing all this stuff, you're eating out all the time, you're gaining Mm -hmm. weight. Like, were you noticing a difference in your just like... No,
1: I didn't. You know, you see yourself every day, like to you, you're regular, you're normal. I didn't Mm -hmm. see a change at all. My mom would be the one making the comments until one day she asked me to go run an errand for her. I remember this so clearly. I was 19 years old. So that was about... 12 years ago, Um, I'm getting dressed in front of her too. And she was just like, Victoria, estás bien gorda. Just like that. And I was like, you can do your own errands. And I put my my clothes back on, like my house clothes back on. And I didn't speak to her for the rest of the day. But literally the next day, because I mean, we lived in a one bedroom apartment. My mom, myself and my two brothers. So it's four of us in one bedroom apartment with one bathroom. in in the hood of North Hollywood. We didn't have a lot of money growing up. We didn't have anything. I couldn't afford a gym membership. So I remember we had On Demand on the TV and they had like free Jillian Michaels workouts and like John T workouts. So I literally started doing those the next day. Every day from home, I just got into that, did that for like a year straight. But I got so messed up mentally with the nutrition portion of it because I would related to, if I don't eat and I do all this exercise, I'll lose weight. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't educated on the nutrition portion. I was doing a whole bunch of cardio from home and I dropped, I dropped like 80 pounds, but I looked sick after that.
0: I want to kind of go back to something you were saying, you were living in a one bedroom apartment, you, your mom, your two brothers. Yeah. Is that kind of how you grew up? And then how were you, how was your relationship with food growing up being like, because obviously four people living in a one bedroom apartment that you yeah. don't obviously have a lot of money but then there's this whole thing in regards to access to food and access to nutritional food so how were like yeah. what types of food were you guys eating because obviously it's so crappy in our system that fast food is cheaper than yeah. whole, like a, like real food so, so what was your guys's relationship with food growing up
1: So the thing is, before it was four of us, it was actually five of us. I had a stepdad. Taking aback. my dad passed away at the age of two for me. So my mom came over here when she was 17. My dad and her got married in Mexico when she was 17. I came over here. At the age of 18, she had me. And then at the age of 20, she had my brother. So she had both of us. So my brother was a month old and I was two. And my dad passed away um, in the summer of 1992 in July. Three years later is when she met my step. Well, he's not my stepdad anymore, but he, um, who was my stepdad? And it was you know the four of us, and then they had my brother, so then it was five of us. But he was a very toxic, achista type of Mexican man. Like I work, you cook, you clean. There's always a home, a fresh meal as soon as I get home from work. Like he was one of those, so there was always food in the house. Like my mom would always cook, but it would you know, and it would always be something different. It would be enchiladas or it would be caldo de res or caldo de pollo or but it was always a frijoles, arroz y las tortillas y la coca always mm. so you know everything
0: you know is how, good until you get to the you know like the arroz and tortilla and exactly, coke
1: <laughs> exactly exactly and then again how do how do mexicans cook probably a lot still do but like back in the day it was a lot of masola. yeah it was a lot of butter it was they don't measure anything they just throw the salt you get me? So, yeah. you know, we think it's, we uh, associate it with it's home cooked, so it must be healthy. Estás comiendo en la casa. Right. But obviously the way a lot of us cook is not anywhere near healthy. So we had that, and that's how we would associate food. Like, it was always eating at home, but it was always something, obviously, you know, en grasa, butter, whatever the case was. And then... When my mom ended up leaving my stepdad when I was 18, you know, a lot of financially, we took a big hit. I worked three jobs to help my mom make rent. So we didn't have a lot of money for groceries. We didn't have a lot of money. We, I, didn't, I, I didn't have money to go out to eat either. Every time we would go out, uh, the way I gained weight was because my friends would be like, I got you. Don't worry. I got you. My friends would always take care of me. Every single time we would go out to eat, I'm asking you to go out to eat. I'm not asking you to pay. Like, you know, I had good friends like that. Yeah. And then obviously that's how I get in the weight. But at home, it was like I couldn't even have $20 because then we couldn't even make
0: rent. Oh, my gosh. That must have Girl, been. Yeah. I would imagine because I feel like there's a lot of people that continue to go through that. That's not so that's like, you know, people have gone through it and are still going through it, yep. especially now. Like there's yeah. a lot of struggle. What kind of strain does that put on you mentally being so young? And is that, does, I mean, I would imagine that's going to affect how your body's responding to different things as well.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I started working from the age of 16 to ch- like at a little grocery store called La Tijuana <laughs> by my house. So like, you know, that's how I would make a little bit of money for myself. But when it got to the point where I had to help my fam- family out financially, like you're no longer the child. You're the you're the one taking care of everybody. Like it it's like it's a major shift. And me being the oldest out of everyone in my you know my brothers, it's like okay, well, switching roles and I think ever since then I've always been like I got to take care of everybody and everybody has to be well taken care of because that is my responsibility.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: may be a little toxic, but that's just the way my brain is wired now.
0: Yeah. No, I get, I mean, I'm the oldest of three. I am very, very fortunate in regards to like, my dad mostly worked. My mom worked when she wanted to work and, but she would like, food was always on the table. Same yeah. thing. Like always, my dad would come home. We would sit, actually sit down until we started playing sports. Yeah. We used to be able to sit down as a family and eat together. And then once we started playing sports, oh, i hell It's like, yeah. get what you can when you can.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So-and-so's at practice, so-and-so's there.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Wine break. Time to refill that glass and come back for more Wine and Cheese Men. Have you heard? Another awesome beauty brand just landed at Ulta Beauty. REM Beauty by Ariana Grande. REM Beauty makes the perfect addition to Ulta Beauty's unrivaled assortment, especially as Ulta Beauty is the exclusive retail partner for Ariana's beloved fragrances, including God is a Woman, Thank You Next, and more. Ulta Beauty will carry the full REM Beauty assortment, including the Chapter 1 collection, Ultraviolet, which houses the Midnight Shadow Eyeshadow Palette, At the Borderline Eyeliner Marker, On Your Color Matte Lipstick, y mucho más. Ulta Beauty is thrilled to welcome REM Beauty to select store locations and Ulta.com. So head over to your Ulta Beauty store or Ulta.com and shop R.E.M. Beauty by Ariana Grande, only at Ulta Beauty. So when you finally started working out every day, do you have, because I feel like some people like, and I'm not comparing you to Karen Carpenter, so please don't think that I am. But like what she just got something like said in a newspaper about her that that said she was chubby one time and that just like mentally hit her in a way that started her down this dangerous path. Uh, do you think like, what was it about what your mom said at that time? Do you think got to you more than any other time?
1: I think it's just the way that she said it. I don't even think it was what she said. I think it's how she said it. Mm-hmm. Like shocked, surprised, horrified. Like if I was like some sort of creature from underground, <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm like, uh, all right. You could you could have said it some other way. But I know my mom didn't mean it in a bad way. Like, I know she, she's like, you're young, you're 19. Like, there's no reason why you should be this unhealthy. Yeah. You get me? Yeah, I think that, I think that was where more where her head was at. But again, Mexicans just they just blurred out what they want to say. And again, I am the same way. I just say what I want to say without thinking of the repercussions.
0: So you were saying that you like lost all this weight, but you looked really unhealthy. At what yeah. point, and I'm sure you're still working multiple jobs. You're still, so at what point were you like, okay, I am not healthy. This is not the best way to be doing this. Did you continue on that path for a while? Or was there something that yeah. just kind of snapped you out of it?
1: No, like I was 19, 20, 21. Like I was like that for three years. Working three jobs, I would work at a high school and then I would work at the after school program. And then on the weekends, I was a hostess. Damn. And then I would, and then I would, after like working the after school program job, that's when I would go home and then I do the workout. And I was like that for like three years. And then I had a really good friend of mine that was weightlifting and he'd be like, You need to stop all that cardio and you need to come into the gym and like properly lift weights and all of that. And I'd be like, When I weigh 130, when I weigh 135, when I weigh, like, I don't know why I associated lifting with wanting to be a certain number on the scale, because that that doesn't mean anything. Well, now I know. But at the moment, I was like, until I hit this. And it wasn't until the age of 23 when I had a boyfriend and I was finally only working one nine to five that was paying me, you know, decent at the moment. And I had time. So I was like, okay, now I can... uh, I can pay my gym membership by myself without having to cut costs here and without like still helping my mom. I can go to the gym at night and still get proper rest. And it was when I was 23, late 23, because it was December of 2013 when like it finally hit me that I needed to switch it up.
0: So what did you do when you finally were like, okay, I
1: can do this? So my friend, he was like, come to the gym. I'll teach you. Blah, blah, blah. I took him up for that i said okay i'm following i have no idea what i'm doing i'm gonna follow you around everything you do don't mind me i'm just gonna copy you (laughs) so i did that i literally this tall six foot guy i literally was doing everything that he was doing and then after i we would leave the gym i would go home i'd get on youtube and i would look up the exercise that i did i was like oh okay that's for that muscle and that's for that muscle. And then I kid you not. And then I would go on Instagram, look up workouts. And then eventually I got comfortable, like making my own list of workouts and I'm like, OK, well, today I'm going to do legs. And it took me some time to do that. But it was for a while that I was following this man around, copying everything he was doing.
0: But I love that you were doing that. And then you're going home looking at some people would just not even do that, right? Now, in a the moment, I'm like, I don't like, know
1: what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. I would go home like, oh, that's what I did today.
0: I love your laugh when you're do, when You're thinking back to that. I could see you just like reliving that. <laughs> I'd be in bed. I'm like, oh. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. <laughs> so at what point did you figure out, you know what? I think this is what I want to do. It was never even that. It was never even that. Oh, my God. What the heck happened? (laughs) So, like
1: I said, I had this, you know, nine to five. I was an assistant for this auto parts company and I was doing everything there. I was doing payroll. I was doing customer service. I was taking care of the employees. Like It was a small little company, but I was doing everything. And then when I say I was getting paid decent, I was getting paid like minimum wage. And this man, he was Persian. He never wanted to give us a raise. And I'd be the one that have to go in there and be like, well, everybody's doing more than what they should. Like, I really think you got to give us a dollar more. You know, I was that person. And so one time my ex had taken me on vacation. We came back when I had left the warehouse before I left. I had given my keys to somebody So I'll get them when I come back. Obviously, you guys are going to need them to be coming in and out, you know? Well, I do that. I come back from vacation. The phone's ringing inside the office. It's going off the hook, literally. And I'm like, I can't get to it. It's 8.05. Like, nobody's here. Like, this man is going to get mad. My boss calls my cell phone. He's like where are you? Why is nobody picking up? I'm like, I'm outside. Nobody's here. He's like, you're a liar. Like he was like having one of those mornings. I'm like, sir, if you turn on the camera, you can see that I'm outside, you know? But like, he just really wanted a fight that day for some reason. I'm like, look, it's my first day back. I'm not going to deal with this. Goodbye. I quit. I just quit. No backup
0: plan. You're just like, I'm done. No
1: backup plan. But the thing is, before all of this happened, you know, I was already working out I was already you know I had put on a good amount of muscle I kind of knew what I was doing I had gotten a trainer I did a bikini competition and um I 10 out of 10 do not recommend that ever again I was about to say like no uh... no no that's oh god horrible worst time of my life but the trainer that I had gotten he was he was actually Mr. Olympia not so long ago but I had asked him like how did you start becoming a trainer? Like how did you get certified? So he told me how to get certified and before I quit my job, I had ended up getting certified. I never planned on using it. I just, you know, kind of wanted to have it just to yeah. say I had it. And when I quit my job, I was like, "Well, so time to put this to use."
0: <laughs> guess I guess I have no choice. Guess I got to use it now. <laughs> That's how that happened. Oh, my gosh. Wait, let me just say, there's been so many times where I've heard people say, like, they've done this, never thinking it was going to turn into what they did. They kind of just accidentally fell. But I don't believe it's necessarily accidentally falling into it. I think it's just the universe. The universe pushing you to. saying, no, 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 this is what you're supposed to be doing.
1: Exactly. Like, you're not supposed to be somebody's assistant. You're running this.
0: (laughs) Okay. For actually, before we get into that, tell okay. me about, cause I've heard the craziness of bikini competitions and mm. what people go through. And yeah. I've heard people say, Oh, I want to do that just once in my life. Don't, but <laughs> please tell the, like, can you share what you went through getting? It, honestly,
1: the body dysmorphia, the mental capacity that the like that you get put through. You're on a crazy amount of restrictive calories. It's not healthy. It It is such a mind game. I was waking up at five in the morning, doing cardio, drinking my coffee black to get energy to do cardio for 30 to 40 minutes. Still going back in the afternoon to the gym, weightlifting, doing another round of 30 to 40 minutes, eating nasty tilapia and asparagus dried up, reheated like a portion this big, wild for 12 weeks to the point where a person gets so lean that they lose their period. That is not healthy at all. I lost my period for about three months. Oh my gosh. And so my mom was like, and kid you not the next day, there it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It's horrible. 10 out of 10 do not recommend for anyone to ever do that.
0: Oh my gosh. So listen, listen to Vicky. Do not Please. don't even try it once. Just don't I've done do everything
1: it. wrong so that they can do it right.
0: So let's kind of pivot over to that because you've said you've basically starved yourself. Yep. You were doing nothing but cardio. You were following somebody around, not knowing what you were
1: doing. <laughs> and then also when I was getting ready for this competition, I had to wear a faha the whole time, which is something that I'm totally oh. and completely against now. Yeah. It was like, yeah, the waist trainers work. I'm like, yeah, and there go your ribs. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> like mean, people I don't have understand. a
0: total pancita and I hate it, but I don't wear a faja Yeah, I wear don't. one like for just a certain like night. You, you know, know, we like, like
1: the we like the spanks. Spanks are fine, yeah. you know, all of that. But la faja, like I don't these like young those real tight girls. Ones. Yeah, the real tight ones, like these girls don't understand the damage they're doing to their organs. Like they really don't just because I think they have a cute little figure on the outside, but they don't understand how they look on the inside.
0: Why do you think, and I want to hear like how you basically kind of just use this because you're like, okay, I have no choice. Guess I better use this certification I have. But also one thing you've talked about is that there's a lack of Latinos in the physical fitness arena. So one, who was your target audience? Were you, is that who you were like, I want to get my Latinas, like I want to help them because I've seen it. I know what it's going through. And then why do you think there's such a lack of representation in physical fitness?
1: One, because I think women associate, especially Latina women associate themselves with working out as to I'm going to end up looking manly. Number one. Number two, it's, oh, but the food is so good. Like, I've literally had girls message me telling me, like, how do you do it? Like, my mom gets on my case about not eating her home-cooked meal and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, you have to sit down and talk to your mom about what you're trying to achieve. And it's not anything bad telling your mom, like, no, mom, I can't have those enchiladas today. And I know because I remember one time my grandma came to visit from Mexico, and she was trying to get me so bad to eat some enchiladas. I'm like, like, yo ya tengo mi comida. Like, I have my chicken, blah, 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 like. blah. It's not my day to have like one cheat meal. And she got so offended because I didn't eat her food. And it's like, it's not that I'm trying to offend you. It's, I have a different mindset. I think everyone in the Latino community, the women that are like, you know, the young, the younger ones, and they don't want to offend their parents, their mom, I guess, to say no to the food or explaining to them what bodybuilding is or not even bodybuilding, just working out alone. Like they mm-hmm. think... Working out, they think, okay, you'll have to eat lettuce and you have to drink water. Like that's how they associate it. Right. They don't think that you can ha- live a balanced lifestyle.
0: I know you can, and I haven't lately. I'm not even, because <laughs> 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 I've done that, right? Where I'm like, no, I can have what I want. It's all about balance. It's about yeah. like how much you're eating as long as, but it also like, there's a big association, like you said, when it comes to food, fitness, and coming from a Latino background. Yeah. And the food that tends to come with it. I kind of want to just go back to one of the things that you were saying when your mom was it's like she was making healthy food until it came to a couple of things. Yeah. I think we just need to change our approach to food. So how do you what do you think the best way to change your approach to food is?
1: I think you can have all those foods. It's just the way that we make it, you Mm -hmm. know, instead of the masala opting out for like olive oil. Except for like the tortillas and my yeast, maybe having a, a tortilla that's a carb balanced tortilla. Because there, there's actual, you know, tortillas that have like five grams of carbs. Are they good though? Oh, no. So good. I kid you not. I okay. use from the brand. I thought mission, about getting
0: them and yes, then I'm like. From the
1: brand that. mission, our balanced whole wheat tortillas and even the white ones. So bomb. I kid you not. I feel like they taste like the same thing.
0: Okay. Well, you I know what you I not. do? Like I make my beans in a crock pot now and yeah. I make them vegetarian. Okay. Um, actually, I make them vegan. So I put all of my like cilantro, I put my uh-huh. jalapeno, serranos, okay. like whatever I want to season them up, whatever I want to put in them, onion. But I don't put any pata in it. I don't put yeah. any of that like stuff in it. I And I've been doing that for years now and it's not unhealthy. It's held, like it, it, It's not, it's not. Like adding flavor to it doesn't mean that it's unhealthy.
1: Like yeah. you can add flavor to it Without throwing it in so much salt. And also, you know, you can have sea salt. Like there's different things that you can add to it that makes it healthy.
0: Like I don't even buy the iodized salt at all. It do- I mean, they take all the nutrition out of it, right? When they do all that processing to it. Yeah. The table yep. salt.
1: Yeah. I just have what I put on my food. I literally just put pepper, sea salt, garlic powder and olive oil. And I kid you not, to me, it tastes great.
0: Yeah, and then there's other alternatives, I think, right? Yeah. To different like flavor, God, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. there,
1: there's uh, I've that. I've never made it. I don't do it. That made me bloated. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> we don't want blo. Look, I, I already, watch. I told you, I already have a pancita. I don't need to be bloated. I don't need that. the bloat. I don't need the bloat. I say, I really, it's really panza, but to make myself feel oh my better, stop. I say, pancita. <laughs> stop it. I hate you. <laughs> I <can't. laughs> I told you guys, we're just like going here. (laughs) I know. So how do you help people stay motivated? Because you're doing like, there was this time when you, we were in this pandemic and then now we're back to real life stuff again. And now you've created this app. Girl, first of all, how the hell do you have time to do all this stuff? How do you have time through each thing to just not only just keep others motivated, but keep yourself motivated. Honestly, I don't know.
1: When I was, so when I was 29, that's when I had switched gyms to like a very nice, bougie private gym. I took on as many clients as I could. I was working 6 a.m. to like 10 p.m. And then the pandemic hit. We couldn't work. I was just kind of like, all right. And I had just moved for the first time ever in my life. You know, Mexicans were not allowed to move to we're married. Yeah. So when I moved, my mom was pissed. At the age of 29, she was pissed. <laughs> I moved down the street from her, but we were still on the same street. <laughs> That's how badly like scared I was of her. I was like, okay, I need to get my own apartment, but I need to stay on the same block. And so <laughs> it's literally your own two
0: version weeks- of on my block.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> two weeks after I moved, pandemic. Oh my like, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna pay for this apartment now. So I had to think about what I was going to do. So I ended up making programs from home. I was like, people got to move. People are tired of just probably sitting on their couch. Like they need to do something. Like we're stuck in the house all day. Like, let me figure out something. So I made a couple programs, you know, just at home programs, just demos, like little 15 second clips of how to do the movement correctly. And that was it. Uh, You know, they were okay. They were kind of, you know, they were selling a little bit, but then in October of 2020, I was like, how can I make this better? I was like, how can I get people more excited to work out? I was like, well, I'm motivated when I have somebody there with me. So I texted my videographer and we brainstormed and we ended up making follow along home workouts where you only need a set of dumbbells, a bench. You don't have a bench. You use a chair, a sea. and have a,
0: a-, a balance ball thing.
1: Uh, see, no, not everybody had that. You're lucky. <laughs> I'm bougie with my belt. Exactly. She said, watch me.
0: And watch out, watch out. Yeah.
1: Like George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> watch out. And the so, resistance band, and ahí uh, las puse a trabajar. We recorded it. We recorded one round. So then we looped it for a total of 30 minutes. We started with, you work for 30 seconds, you rest for 30 seconds. We did three leg days, two full body days, and uh, upper body day. And we did that for a total of 30 minutes. We put the little built-in timer on the screen. It was me, the built-in timer, and then reggaeton blasting in the background to get everybody pumped. There you go. So we did that for October. We did it for November. And then in January, we got a new camera. We made it look like in 4K. We made it look so much better. We updated the timer. We got a better studio and not to toot my own horn, but they look better than Peloton's videos. (laughs) (laughs) So we did that and they were a huge hit in 2021 to the point where we basically sold like around 20,000 programs. Wow. 20,000. But we also made them extremely affordable because we were in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. My, again, target audience is Latinos. So we started at $20 and then we ended up working to about $35 when we upgraded everything. But you still got a whole month's worth of workouts for only $35. Yeah. And then I did the same thing, but in an ab version, just for
0: core. And we call it 10 minute abs. Oh, Garcia 2021. Let me tell you, these abs have not seen anything (laughs) in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) The pasas, I swear. I'm telling you, no matter how much weight I lose, I always have that little bulge drives me insane, no matter what, because I could see women and I'm not going to I'm like going to fully give you my insecurities because I know other people probably have the same types of insecurities.
1: Trust me, everybody has insecurities.
0: But it's like I see somebody who's 100 pounds bigger than me and they have a flat stomach. What the hell? I get so mad. I'm like, no matter what I do. Because
1: my mom is that person who has the widest hips, the biggest thighs. But she has nada de panza. But nada de panza. Nada de panza. And I'm like, how? You had four kids. Make it make sense.
0: (laughs) My sister has four kids and is like a size zero or two. You know, God does have favorites. I thought I was one, but obviously. <laughs> you got to call him, get him on the line, sis. I'm like, what's up, dude? Come on. Sorry, I have a bone to pick with you. I'm like, you made me the oldest. You made me have to suffer through all these things. Like, and I have, I already have the trauma. I know. Jeez Louise. <laughs> <laughs> so what, if, what makes your app. Like stand out from, from other. Cause you know, there's. All these workout apps on there. Yeah. Everybody promises the world and, and everything like that. So what makes your app better go get Vicky's app?
1: Like I mentioned, we had those home programs, but we wanted to make the app version better. We said, we'll put the, we'll put the app out. We'll keep the home program. We'll add 10-minute abs in there. We'll make a whole new demo of just gym workouts We'll add a gym challenge in there, so you have already home, core, gym demos. If you want to build your own workout, a gym challenge completely different from the gym demos. We have a water intake tracker because a lot que muchas de estas don't like to drink water and they need to calculate how much water they're having. Mm-hmm. We also have a built-in macro calculator. That tells you if you're trying to lose weight, how many calories you should have or versus if you're trying to gain muscle also, how many calories you should be having. We have a daily planner in there, which I mostly like to use to like track my workouts to put, all right, I did this many reps for this many pounds and sets. And then besides that, we have a whole week, it looks like a Facebook feed. But it's a supportive community of everybody posting their selfies and their workouts from like their Apple Watch and like you know, yeah. They're just so proud to post their workout and they all talk to each other on there, and it just I think that's what makes mine different versus everybody's like, yeah, you can have Peloton, yeah, you can have Beach Body, you can have this but they're not in these people's DMs hyping them up, they're not actually supporting them, they're not if there's an issue with the app, you can't reach
0: the Robin Arson. Like, yeah, but you can reach me. I can guide you through it. Oh, yeah. You were you were there were some challenges this first week of launch. And you were like, you were definitely addressing. That. I, you know what? You need to <laughs> slow the fuck down.
1: <laughs> I was like, you guys, I was happy. I was going through. It. I was like, you guys need to be nice to me because I'm going through it. And I was customer service. App developer, techie,
0: todo all in one. And that one day I was going through it. It was rough on Monday. It was rough. I will say I do have and I get that because I have Beachbody. And when I get into it, I'm fully into it. And I will get up and do all of my workouts yeah. and everything. But, man, sometimes it just takes one week, two weeks. And then you where things get thrown off. And then you're completely off, which is yeah. what has happened to me. Like I was doing so freaking good. I know that I can get up early and work out because for me, morning times is the best time to work out. Because if I don't work out in the morning, chances not are I'm done. not going to work out the rest of the day. Yeah. So I think, first of all, you need to figure out what time is best for you. It's for you. Sometimes it's yep. morning. Sometimes it's night. For me, it's morning. And I just need to get once I'm out of bed, I'm good. It's just getting my ass out of bed. That's the hard part. But yeah. when you're talking about like, I always get confused and I'm sure I'm not the only one when people are talking about macros and this and that, like, like at, what yeah. exactly is that? How, <laughs> but and you help calculate that.
1: Yeah. So basically macros is the amount of calories that you're consuming in a day. So it breaks it down to like your proteins, your carbs and your fats. So what the calculator does is it's going to ask you for your weight. It's going to ask you for your height. It's going to ask you for your activity level, whether you want to gain, lose. You pick, you know, you fill all that out. And then from there, it does its best to give you your actual calories. So it'll give you your entire calories that you need to consume in that one day. But it also breaks it down to you from how much protein you should be having in grams, your carbs and your fats.
0: And then from there, what you, you I'm guessing you just need to have like a a food scale yeah, and so, everything.
1: Uh, th- yeah, so you can either use MyFitnessPal. I like this app called um, My Macros Plus, and I log in my food in there, and it just breaks it down for me easily. That's something that I eventually would like to put on the app. Have like my own little MyFitnessPal, so people can just log in their food there also. So it's just kind of like one stop shop.
0: Yeah, because I think that's always at least for me, when people start talking about that, I have my eyes glaze over and I'm like, you're just like, what are you saying? And I get that because
1: alone already, it's hard to eat clean. And then you adding all these calories into it and like you have to divide it by X, Y and Z. And it's like, all right, you lost
0: me. Yeah, that's why like I will. I'm not going to lie. That's why I did like when I was doing, when I was being very faithful in, in my body journey, like they have the, the color coded cups of telling yeah. you like, what oh yeah,
1: I saw that. I saw that.
0: Yeah. And obviously saying like how many green you should have, how many purple you, and they break it down by like vegetables, protein, stuff like that. For me, that was very, very easy. Yeah. If I wanted to Visual. do your program and still use that. Would I be able to kind of use that still?
1: Yeah. Yeah, if that's, if that's what helps you uh, figure out how you should be eating, then that's 100% fine. I think a lot of people, like myself, I'm more of a visual learner. So mm-hmm. if you set it up like that and it's one, two, three, and done, okay, perfect. Yeah, I think a lot of people try to make it so hard for people to start, especially the nutrition part. Yes. And I think that's why people give up so easily because they get confused. They don't know what they should be eating and there's no support.
0: Yeah, that's my biggest thing right now is just finding support. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do need somebody to say, get your fat ass out of bed and work (laughs) out. (laughs) And then I'll be like, okay, (laughs) you say you want to get rid of that pancita, get up. (laughs) My my girls
1: tell me that they're like, you were mean today in class. I'm like, was I?
0: I need to have you record something so I can use it as my alarm. Oh my god! Everyone says that
1: they're like, "Can you make that into an alarm so I can get my ass off?" I'm <laughs> like, "Yeah," because I I need to hear it too sometimes.
0: Yes, I'm gonna make you do that for me before before we're I, done. <laughs> I got you, like Jessica. You say you want to get rid of that pancita. Get up, work out. Place. Where do you want to see everything go with? Vicky, the fit chick, where would you like it to be?
1: I would like my app to be my own version of Peloton. I'd like to, you know, hire trainers and have yoga, have bar, have cycling, have, you know, spring training for men, because men think that they can't do my workouts for some weird reason. Like it, it, men and women do the same thing, that they're yeah. wild. But, you know, I'd like to hire some male trainers in there so that we can get more men on the app. I want to take over. There's no reason why I can't be the next big Peloton.
0: You're right. There is no reason why. And I love that dream for you because okay. I feel like you have that energy to be like, no, nah, this is mine. I'm yeah. going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get it one way or another. Yes. Yes. So you have gym workout. So if people go to the gym, they don't work out from home. They have something. There's something yes. on there for them. If there's a,
1: yeah, they have workout, workout from
0: home to where they can for build, them.
1: build their own, mm-hmm. the home workouts, there will be a gym challenge in there starting on Monday. And then they have core. Also, there's no excuse why you can't get it done from home or from the gym.
0: So if people are first starting. And they always, you know, like you feel very intimidated when you're first starting. Where would you sit? Th- what are the best things for people to get started? Just in general, maybe like they should just start walking. They should just start this. And then when they're oh, ready to yeah, do something,
1: 100%, I think it's all I think it's all a mental game. Obviously, if you want to get started and, you know, you're a little shy, go to the gym walk on the treadmill, scope out the scene, maybe see what time is best for you to go. Look for a little corner, grab your dumbbells, you know, stay there until you eventually want to warm up and like, you know what? Screw everybody.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm
1: gonna go work out everywhere in the gym. Because I think the thing is a lot of people obviously one are intimidated by the gym. Number two, I think women are intimidated intimidated by the gym because of the men and i think everybody thinks like oh once i go there everybody's looking at me they're gonna know i'm new they're gonna judge me and it's like i promise you everyone is so conceited (laughs) (laughs) they're looking at themselves in the mirror no one we is need to have no that Julissa
0: energy. energy conceded 2021. Oh my no God, conceded Julissa, 2022. As Julissa, what happened to that? We need to bring it back. It was there for a couple months and then it died down. <laughs>
1: died down. The pandemic happened. The pandemic. We were no longer conceded in anything. The world humbled us.
0: <laughs> I, I swear I worked out more during the pandemic since I, than since I got this new job. You know what?
1: I think a lot of people did, no lie. Yeah. Because it was there was all this time to do nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And me and my dog would go on super long walks. I would come home, work out, we'd go on super long walks. Now that time management has to really kick in again. Yeah. So if yeah. somebody's starting. Brand, yeah. If somebody's starting brand new on your app, where would you have them start? Does it work?
1: I think I would have them start on the home workouts because it's kind of like a built in trainer. Mm -hmm. You have somebody there telling you what to do versus, you know, the gym demos. It's just me and showing you how to properly do the workout. The gym challenge, I am talking through it. It's more of an instructional demo, but the follow along home programs, I think you just kind of feel more that there's somebody there with you and giving you that support.
0: How much is the, it's 35 a month. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. 35 a month for everything. For everything and support like do you come on there and i'm on the app every day in the community and so, then also see?
1: you can dm me and i will respond i promise you i have nothing better to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go there you have it from her mouth straight from the horse's mouth <laughs> straight from the horse's mouth <laughs> I always like to give people an opportunity just in case I did not ask anything or there's anything you wanted to add. I want to always give people the opportunity to do that. So please share anything additional that maybe I didn't ask because we were talking about everything else.
1: <laughs> no, you you completely asked everything. I'm just going to let these people know to so support a Latina owned business and head on over to fitwithvicky.com to download the app. Because we haven't put it on the Apple Store yet because Apple wants to take 30% of my money and I'm not doing that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Every can download, they want to take 30%. So we made page. Can
0: you page. make it free and then you charge within the app itself?
1: You know what? We didn't even ask the app developer that. He just gave us the option of like, he's like, just create a landing page for the app. He's like, it's kind of like, you know, on Google Safari, mm-hmm. depending if you have Android or Apple. Yeah. Um, and then they can just purchase it directly off of there. So that's what we did. It's like, no, Apple, you have enough money. I'm trying to catch it. Thank you.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay. So, fitwithvicky.com. Yes. You have to go directly to the website in order to download the app.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: Okay. And then, what is your social media as well? So people can follow you on there.
1: Vicky the Fit Chick.
0: <laughs> Vicky the Fit Chick. And I already knew that, but I just wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Vicky, thank you so much for. Spilling all of the chisme on you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, much for having fun. me. Thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate you, it. Now you need to come down to San Diego. <laughs> yeah, we Yeah, we yeah. Until next time, mi gente. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wine and Chisme Podcast. For more information on today's guest, please see the show notes for links to websites and social media channels. You can check out all things wine and cheesement on our website, thewineandcheesementpodcast There, you will find the names of wines I drink each episode, as well as additional information on me, the podcast, and you can even apply to be a guest straight from there. You can also find us on social media at the Wine and on Instagram and at the Wine and Cheesement Podcast on Facebook. Remember, if you want to hear more wine and cheesement subscribe rate and review five star ratings are appreciated and those positive reviews are appreciated even more until next time saludos